Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Power of Prayer Ministries, where there's power in prayer, and where there's prayer, there's power. My name is Prophet Larry Honore Jr., and I want to thank God for everybody who is here. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to read some scriptures before we go in God's word. I'm going to pray. You are the God that reveals secret. Lord, reveal your secrets unto me. Reveal to me the secret and deep things. Let me understand the things kept secret from the foundation of the world. Let the seals be broken from your word. Let me understand and have revelations of your will and purpose for my life. Give me the spirit of understanding and revelation. Let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. Let me understand heavenly things. Open my eyes to behold wonders, things out of your word. Let me know and understand the mysteries of the kingdom. Let me speak to others by revelation. Reveal your secrets to your servants, the prophets. Let the hidden things be made manifest. Hide your truth from the wise and prudent and reveal them to babes. Let your arm be revealed in my life. Reveal the things that belong to me. Let your glory be revealed in my life. Let your righteousness be revealed in my life. Let me receive visions and revelations of the Lord. Let me receive an abundance of revelation. Let me be a good steward of your revelation. Let me speak the mysteries of Christ. Let me receive and understand your hidden wisdoms. Hide your commandments from me. Let me speak the wisdoms of God in a mystery. Let me make known the mysteries of the gospel. Make known unto me the mysteries of your will. Open your dark sayings upon the heart. Let me understand your parables, the words of the wise, and their dark sayings. Lord, enlighten my candle, enlighten my darkness. Make darkness light before me. Give me the treasures of darkness and hidden riches and secret places. Let your candle shine upon my head. My spirit is a candle of the light, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Let me understand the deep things of God. Let me understand your deep thoughts. Let me let my eyes be enlightened with your word. My eyes are blessed to see. Let my spiritual cataracts and scales be removed from my eyes. Let me comprehend with all sense, with the breath and the length and the depth and the height of your love. Let me reign instruct in the night season and let me awaken with revelation. Lord. I 
I am redeemed from the curse of the law. I break all generation curses of pride, lust, perversion, rebellion, witchcraft, idolatry, poverty, rejection, fear, confusion, addiction, death, and destruction in the name of Jesus. I command all generational spirits that came into my life through contraception in the womb, in the birth canal, and through the umbilical cord to come out in the name of Jesus. I break all spoken curse and negative words that I have, have spoken over my life in the name of Jesus. I break all spoken curse, spoken curses and negative words spoken over my life by others, including those who are in authority in the name of Jesus. I command all ancestral spirits of Freemasonry, idolatry, witchcraft, false religion, Eastern Star, pornography, lust, and perversion to come out of my life in the name of Jesus. I command all heroic spirits of lust, rejection, fear, sickness, infirmity, disease, anger, hatred, confusion, failure, and poverty to come out of my life in the name of Jesus. I break the legal rights of all generational curses already behind a curse. Repeat that again. I break the legal rights of all generational spirits operating behind a curse in the name of Jesus. You have no legal right to operate in my life. I bind and rebuke all familiar spirits and spirit guide that will try to operate in my life for my ancestry in the name of Jesus. I renounce all false beliefs philosophies inherited by my ancestors in the name of Jesus. I break all curses on my finances from any ancestors that cheat or mishandle money in the name of Jesus. I break all curses of sickness and disease. I command all inherited sickness to leave my body in the name of Jesus. Through Jesus, my family is blessed. I renounce all pride Inherit from my ancestors in the name of Jesus. I break all oaks, vows, and pacts made with the devil by my ancestors in the name of Jesus. I break all curses by agents of Satan spoke against my life in secret in the name of Jesus. I break all written curses that would affect my life in the name of Jesus. I break every time-release curse that would activate in my life as I grow older. In the name of Jesus, I break every curse of Bala out against my life in the name of Jesus. Lord, turn every curse spoken against my life into a blessing. I break all generational rebellion that will cause me to resist the Holy Spirit. I break all curses of death spoken by people in authority in my nation, over my nation and even in ministry, in the name of Jesus. I break all curses of death spoken against Americans by people from other nations, in the name of Jesus. I break and dis disnull all ungodly covenants, oaths, and pledges I have made with my lips, in the name of Jesus. I renounce and break all ungodly oaths made by ancestors to idols, demons, false religion, or unguarded organizations in the name of Jesus. I break and dismantle 
our covenants with death and hell made by my ancestors. In the name of Jesus, I break. And this, this now, all ungodly covenants made with idols or demons by my ancestors. In the name of Jesus, I break. And this now, all, all blood covenant made to sacrifice that would affect my life. In the name of Jesus, I command all demons that claim any legal right to my life through covenant to come out in the name of Jesus. I break and dis dis disnar any covenant made with false God and demons through occult involvement and witchcraft in the name of Jesus. I break and dis disnar all spiritual marriages that will cause incubus and subbus demons to attack my life in the name of Jesus. Break and disnar uh, any marriage to any demons that would affect my life in the name of Jesus. I break all agreements with hell in the name of Jesus. I have a covenant with God through the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm joined to the Lord and I am one spirit with Him. I break all ungodly covenants. And I renew the covenant to God through the body and the blood of Jesus. I divorce myself from any demon that will claim my life through any ancestral covenants in the name of Jesus. I bind and cast out any family demon that will allow my life through ancestral covenants in the name of Jesus. Lord, release your glorious power against the enemy. Let power and might be released from your hands. Scatter the enemy by your power. Rule over your enemies through your power. Let the power of your anger be released against the powers of darkness, according to Psalms 90 and 11. I release the power and authority of the Lord against all demons. I Encounter in the name of Jesus, Matthew 10 and 11. We are delivered from the power of Satan unto God, Acts 26 and 18. Divide the sea and destroy marine spirits through your power, according to Job 26 and 12. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Cause the powers of darkness to submit to your power. Display your awesome power that men will believe. Release your power in healing and deliverance, according to Luke 5 and 17. Release your powerful voice, according to Psalms 29 and 4. Let us be amazed at your power, Luke 9 and 43. Let signs, wonders, and miracles be released through the power of the Holy Ghost. Let us preach, teach with demonstration of the spirit and power. Let your power work in us. According to Ephesians 3 and 20, release your powerful angels on our behalf to fight our battles in the heaven. Release the power of Elijah 
through your prophets. Let us be willing in the day of your power. Lord, cover our thoughts, our minds with the blood of Jesus. Lord, cover our doorposts and possessions with the blood of Jesus. We overcome the devil through the blood of Jesus, according to Revelations 12 and 11. Sprinkle the blood of Jesus and receive multiple grace and peace, according to 1 Peter 1 and 2. We, we are made perfect through the blood of the everlasting covenant, according to Hebrews 13, 20, 21. Lord, purge our conscience, Lord, purge our subconscious in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we receive abundance and prosperity through the blood of Jesus. We receive deliverance through the blood of Jesus. We receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit and anointing through the blood of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you. And, Lord, we praise you for your prayers, Father, this day. Lord, we thank you for our daily bread. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I speak to every person on the phone line, those who who are um, those who are listening to the recordings in the name of Jesus, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, I speak dead freedom. I speak healing. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I lift up Sister Susan, Father, who's dealing with some issues in her body. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I speak healing that go through her body. In the name of Jesus, I speak healing. That, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, renew her mind. And, Lord, I speak to every person who's dealing with depression, oppression, that, Lord, you will, Lord, help them, Father. And, the, and Lord, I thank you that they will turn over their way to you, that you can can free them, Lord. I pray that they'll come close to you and you can come close to them. Lord, I pray for deliverance, Father. And Father God, open up the your, your people's spiritual ears, spiritual eyes. And Lord, open up their conscience to the things of you in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I uproot evil, uproot witchcraft, uproot rejection, uproot every it is, yes, Lord, every wicked thing that's been passed through generation, that's been passed through generational curses, or, or been passed through ignorance in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, we just thank you for deliverance. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your word. And, Lord, I pray that you would restore your people to pray again, to read the word again, to worship you, to praise you. Because, Lord, we all fall short. But, Lord, I speak revival in the homes of your people, in the homes of the sinners. And, Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Yes, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We praise you, Father. Lord, we praise you, Father. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Jesus. Oh, 
some people you you wear less clothing, and you know, and uh, when it's fall, you prepare for the fall, and you prepare, but you whatever you have to do, it don't stop you. Whether you need to go to the store, whether you need to go to work, whether you go to the church, unless there's a, a weather advisory warning. But even with God, when you're dealing with different seasons in your life, whether it's a season of drought, a season of disappointment, a season of despair, or a season of hopelessness, you we deal with different seasons, but it should never change your faith in God. And you know, it you know, it's a scripture I would stand and say, pull on a full armor of God, that you can withstand the walls of the devil, you can uh, you can withstand his fiery darts putting on this full armor, no matter what, when you leave your house, you need to put on a full armor of God. And a lot of us don't do it anymore. We go out there and and we allow situations. And we say, we let, boom, doubt hit us. Boom, fear hit us in our chest. You know, you can say your lawn's girded with truth. We, we don't even put on our belt of truth. So everything falls around us. Let me give you an example. Well, I used to say, uh, say, put on the full armor of God, put on the heaven of salvation. You know, you, you, you always had to say, I'm saved. God saved me. You, you walk in his salvation. Put a breastplate of righteousness. We gird it with truth. You, you have a belt. You gird yourself. You know, if you look at your clothes, either they come with a belt or a button. You know, when you get a certain age, you need suspenders, but you belt. You, the truth holds you. But now we, we we believe in and everything. We talk to and fro. So imagine if you got a dress or a pants that 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 is required to have a belt, and you don't have no belt. Either that dress gonna just fly up, or the 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 belt holds certain things together. And like with men now, uh, even with pants, that's why they got belt loops. You know, um, to hold up your pants, whether they fit right, but a belt is designed to hold up that, those pants. And you uh, shod my feet with the preparation of gospel. I mean, you 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 have on shoes. If you look at the, the if you look at a lot of the, I look at some of the old Roman movies, like the movies like Troy, and they have shoes with spikes. So they can dig in in the ground. So when an enemy shoots a powerful blow, they can still hold their ground because a lot of these shoes have spikes. And uh, and they say the sword of the uh, the shield of faith. You you put up your faith. You know you put up your faith, even though you know like the the Hebrew bars they say, Lord, if you don't deliver us, we know you can. So even though when the Hebrew bars were going to the fire furnace. They knew God's gonna deliver. And they say, if God don't, we know He still delivers. So you put up your shield against the doubts of the enemy and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. But we stop doing that and we stop having faith. When you don't put on the full armor of God, things gonna hit you. Every day it's a war. And you know what the war is? It's in your mind. Every day we're dealing with a war. We're dealing with something. We're dealing with old issues. So we have to we have to have faith again. And and a lot of times we have faith in the wrong things. For example, when God don't save a relationship, 
When God don't do what you wanted him to do, or I lost faith in God, does he do what I said? No. You you should never lose faith in God. You should never lose faith in God. When you, many of y'all, they, when y'all was children, you know if you had if you grew up with both parents or a single mother or a single father, you knew that they're gonna take care of certain things. You know that it's things that you as a child couldn't handle, and you go to your mother, father, or both parents, or either one. You say, can you help me with this? Because you, you, you know you couldn't handle it. You know what I mean? As a, a, a small child, there's no way I could handle 100 pounds. I say, Dan, can you help me? Or he'll automatically say, son, you, you, ain't gonna, you can't pick that up. Let me try. He say, go ahead. But we, we have faith in our parents. Even, and, we, and we don't know a, a lot of their personality of ways, whether they're positive or negative. But we still love them. We still have to, if I get sick, I can call on mama. Mama, I don't feel good. Or Dad, I don't feel good. You know, as a child, we have faith in our parents, a parent or both parents. But when we get older, we understand certain things. We we go to our parents for advice or, or we, you know, different things. But in God, God is everything to us, and he needs to be everything. And many times I find out that me talking to God, God was seeing a person in my life or someone that would confirm some things that I had to talk with God about. And we need to have faith in God again. We have faith in the stock market. We have faith in our 401k. We have faith that the bank going to hold on to our money, even though they FDIC insured up to 250000 we have faith in the uh with the uh SRTU insurance stock SB SB stock market broker insurance, NCI. We got all these different insurance. We got car insurance, we got insurance on our credit card in case we die or lose our job or or get sick. We have insurance on everything, but we don't have faith in God. We have faith if these things, something will collapse in our life, these insurance will help. We got bear insurance. We got uh, life insurance. We have all these insurance, but all these things can fail. Well, they can't because I have a contract. Let me tell you something. Back in the 19, I don't know, don't quote me on the 1920s, there was a Great Depression. The banks failed. The economy failed. It was a great depression. Things failed. But guess what? That if you notice, that's when revival really began. You had the A.A. A. Allen. You had the Smith Wigger work. You had Kenan Hagen Sr. You had, you had so many men and women of God that came out of those eras, and they had to trust God. So I'm going to tell you all this, even though we think we got all these insurance and all these comforts, but there are no guarantees in life. I remember a long time ago, um, uh, you know, my mother, you know, my dad, I remember a long time ago, 
you know, back then, it, you used to pay your bills in the store. Like, if you go to Sears, you pay Sears a bill. You go to Stoughton, I got to go to Sears and pay my bill. Or I got to go to Montgomery Walls and pay my bill. Or they'll go to the light company. Back then, we had only one light company, Houston Lightning Power. And I'm out of, out of Southwestern Bell. I remember a time they used to, you know, go to stores and pay a bill. And I remember a time uh, my mother was paying her insurance. I was young. And she went to the insurance company to pay a bill, and they was closed down. It was years ago. And she was like, what happened? And she never knew it. And she had to get another insurance company. Now, she did not know, uh, and I remember a time my dad used to go to Western Auto, Auto Parts. And we, we used to go there all the time. Like once a month, we go in there for something, you know. And out of the blue, they just closed down. So if these things can happen, why we don't think all these insurances we have, car insurance, death insurance, policies insurance, credit card insurance, loan protection insurance, those things can fail. If our central bank system in America fail, we we in a world of trouble. Every we have a central banking system that was founded in Germany, and America have a central banking system. So when they had a bailout, um, if you know the government bailout, a lot of your banks like Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Chase, uh, uh, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Chase, Capital One, they bailed out General Motors, Ford. You know, people people won't say. Well, Ford didn't get bailed out. Yes, they did. They had to give up Mercury, uh, Mercury, Mercury Division. That's why you don't see. You know, at one point it was Lincoln Mercury. Now you see Link, uh, just Lincoln and Ford. Um, if you look at General Motors, they had to uh, give up Hummer and they had to Saturn and Pontiac and Oldsmobile, and that was a terrible time. Now, if if the government did not bail them out. It have been a crisis, and whether we know, you know, it's like, well, it ain't my problem, you know. If it fails, just fail. But everything gonna fail. Even, um, you know, I read up things about wealth. Even those, you know, a lot of your billionaires have their money in the stock market in these different accounts. If our stock market fail, that goes to rich as well. You know, some have protection account in Swiss accounts or foreign banks. Uh, we look at uh, in Europe, their banking system in Spain, it failed. You know, the people can only get out, I think, $100 a day or $200 a day. We look at things, and we never think it'll happen to America. But we have to put our faith in God because things going to fail. Your money will fail. If you look at it, you know, everything is slowly getting away from cash. You know, now you got debit card, credit card, rewards card, prepaid cards. Things going to fail, but we need to have faith in Jesus. I, you know, I can only, I can't imagine in the Great Depression. You know, back then, you know, a lot of people, I'm pretty sure, had their money under their bed in a mattress in a jar on the old board. But just imagine everything is broke around you. 
And we need to go back to have a faith in God. And I used to have faith in jobs. Like, I'm going to be on this job for 20 years. I'm going to retire. Guess what? In the last 20 years, I've been through many changes with jobs. And it's just life. But God don't want us to trust in man. He don't even want, he don't want you to trust in your everyday rhythms. You know, we get up on the same side of the bed. We do certain things. But the Lord is saying, put your faith back in me because there's some things going to happen. And we're going to need faith in Jesus. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And I'm just, you know, um, you know, I had a person say, oh, uh, I had a string of bad luck. And I was going to comment on it and gonna say, leave it alone. So some, you know, sometimes some, sometimes people want you to feed in a, a pity story. It's no, there are circumstances that happen in our life. But it doesn't mean, you know, it's the end of the world. I remember a time I, I went through some stuff. I didn't say, oh, God, I got sin in my life. Oh, I got this in my life. No. God was revealing what I was dealing with, with people, with jobs, with people's hearts towards you. And it wasn't, I didn't look at it as an unfortunate uh, mishap. I just looked at it, it was time for a change. And when it happened, the change was good. Some things were revealed. Change was good. I'm going to read to you Psalms 139, 23-24. Say, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting. And I'm going to tell you this. When we have sin in our life, that can hold things back. And that's why when I read that scripture, that was so important. We need to recognize the sins in our life. We have never progressed in the things of God. We can only degress when we have sins in our life. So when God shows you something, they say, Lord, forgive me. Don't sit there and say, well, Lord, if the people at work paid me on time, I wouldn't stole all that office supply and their cleaning supply. If they paid me on time, I wouldn't even touch their stuff. No, you was wrong for stealing. And you, if you got caught, you could have went to jail or been terminated. Well, Lord, if, if, if they didn't talk about me, I wouldn't have to beat them up so bad. You know, you have to repent. Uh, Lord, you know, the Walmart be stealing from me. I wasn't going to tell them that, that I wasn't going to tell that, that cashier that she gave me $40 too much. She she need to check her money better. So we need to reckon when God shows us things, just say, Lord, forgive me. That was me. Lord, help me not to make that mistake again. And we need to give back. And you say, how, how do you feel faith in God? I'm going to tell you this. Listen to those smile voices. I'm going to tell you this. When God tells you to make a right, 
and you make a right, and you say, ooh, I'm glad I made a right, because some of my coworkers said when you usually make a left, it was a bad accident, or the lights went out. And then you say, oh, Lord, I thank you. I want the Lord to tell you, before you leave the house, bring your jacket. Ah, it's going to be hot today. The weatherman said it's going to be hot. And then when you go take, when you go uh, to eat lunch, all of a sudden it was 70 degrees, now it's 40 degrees. That does happen in Houston, Texas. You you can leave out here at 70 degrees, and about 2 or 3 o'clock, the temperature drops. Or when the Lord say, bring your umbrella. Oh, it's going to be a good day, you find out that um, you you about to go in the store and it's pouring down rain and you don't know when the rain going to let up. Those are the small things. When the Lord say, pray for your son, pray for your daughter, pray for sister so-and-so, brother so-and-so. And then when you pray for them, and then they say, and, and then it was a situation that, oh, I thought I was having a heart attack last night, but I found out I had... Um, high blood pressure, or I had anxiety attacks. Those are the small things will build your faith up. When the Lord tell you, um, especially with dealing with money, when the Lord say, transfer $100 to your checking account. Huh? And then you kind of find out you've done it. You transfer $100 from your savings to your checking. And you find out that there's a check you wrote to a company two months ago, and you forgot about it. And all of a sudden, they want to send a check. And if you didn't send, put that $100 from your savings to your checking, you would have had probably five overdraft, overdraft fees of where the bank's operating is like overdraft like $32 for, for a little transaction. So those are the small things that will build your faith. And listen to God, those small things. And you'll learn to deal and God will give you talk to you more, and it'll, it'll get more better. Those are the little things to build up your faith. I remember a time um, I kept having a dream over and over and over and over that I was making a large purchase. In a dream, God used, I had two cars in a dream, and I was going to buy a third car. And in a dream, I was like, and, and it happened to me like a couple of times, God kept warning me. So in the dream, I said, okay, I get the third car, which I didn't need it. But I end up arguing with the dealership to take the car back because I couldn't afford it. Then I was in another situation in dream, had the same dream. I was buying something that I really didn't need. It was a huge purchase. So I was about to, uh, at the time, I was going to make a, a bigger purchase. I was going to buy a home, a car. It's a big purchase. And I didn't. I said, I can't do that. And thank God I didn't because I had some changes on a job. I had some, some devastating changes. I said, Lord, I thank you. So God was warning me in advance about making big purchases. So when God leads you and guides you, obey God. And, and, and if you got yourself in a bind, go to God. And God will get you out, but it ain't going to come out like you want to. 
you know, it's time God to tell me, say, take this back, take that back, or time God say, okay, you don't need to buy nothing. Focus on this, that, and that. And it does happen. You know, sometimes we fall into different things. But God will get you out, but obey God. And those are things that are trust him. And I'm going to tell you this. When you're dealing with negative people and trying to have a relationship with God, it will not work. This one thing I learned. It's few people that I talk to, which is good. But when you're dealing with negative people, and you, if you have dreams, goals, I don't care what age you are. You can be 60 years old and say, I want to go back to school and be a lawyer. I want to get my degree. You can be 70 years old and say, I want my GED. You can't tell everybody, hey, you've been making it all these years. You don't need that. You're doing fine. But those are personal things you want to do. I don't, I don't care if you, from the age of 18 to the age of 99 or 100 or whatever, if you desire to get married, God can do it. Don't have people like, you know, you're too old, you're doing well enough. Those are your desires. Or if you want to go to modeling school or you want to go to business school or, and, you know, uh, whatever dreams you have. And, you know, if you're dealing with negative people, don't tell negative people about your dreams. It's just like if I, when I remember the book of Joseph, when he told his brothers the dream, they got terribly jealous. And that was a dream. The dream came true. But even when God tells you things and God gives you dreams, not good to share with everybody. You got anyone in your life that got a, a, a envy spirit, jealous spirit, you can't tell them about a dream. You you can have a, you know, you ever had them, them crazy dreams that you won a lotto and you got $50 million and you know it was a dream because you just finished watching a movie and somebody won a lotto and they got out of debt. And even that, it was a dream. So some people might say, well, then he don't know what to do with $50 million. She don't know what to do. So we got to learn to be quiet when God shares things or, or you have dreams. Amen? And I'm going to tell you this, and I heard this from a preacher today, and it blessed me. We need to allow God to send us through what we need to go through. Well, Lord, why God send me through this bad situation? And I and it, the preacher used a good a good example. He said, "When when you uh, when uh, when all you you all was taking your your small children, child or children, to the doctor, and they uh, was given a vaccine, even though getting a shot hurt them, but it helped them in the long run." I said, "Wow, that's a good analogy." And and it will develop you, will protect you in the long run. And um, and I say that's good because when you're going through a painful situation, you won't you won't relief, but you don't know that painful situation can take you into a a, a place of blessing. You know, and, and if you notice, 
if you go to travel to different foreign countries. Some foreign countries don't offer those type of vaccines, and you cover. So go through the pain. Go through the process. God is building your faith up. God is building you up. But you can't have a great ministry with small faith. You you can't be, you will never experience the goodness of God if you don't have faith. Um, there, you know, there's times when, you know, I get prophecies, and I'll be so happy. So, oh, God going to do this in my life. And, and over time, I just say, oh, it's just another one. It's so, oh, like, God ain't going to do that. That's just too big. I guess God changed his mind. So God is seeing another person, another person, and it's just like, that's God. Because God don't change his mind. We do. If God promised you a, a, a black car, well, Lord, they don't make them kind of cars. If God promised you, he promised you. I remember this uh this woman of God had a testimony, and she wanted a black SUV, and uh, it was a platinum series. No one in Texas had that that type of SUV. They they didn't have it. It it, it was a popular, and they just didn't have it. And she said, and she said, the Lord told me, say this SUV gonna be at the dealership. So the the salesman that she was working with said, uh, "Ma'am, we don't have that black SUV on this lot. Say so they don't even have it in Texas." And she was like, "She was like, maybe I heard wrong." And he said, "Hold up, they got one in Louisiana, and I can give it delivered to here." They say less than three days that truck was there at that dealership. So faith, we have to trust God. It's not what, and it, it doesn't have nothing to do with your background, or um, it don't have nothing to do with the, the way is way people treat you. But when God tells you something, have faith. Yes, you, you'll be stormed with doubts. Sometimes you get depressed, you get frustrated, but iron sharp as iron. God is saying a man, woman, or God, or you can turn on TV or radio, and you say, wow, thank you, Lord, I needed that. You all need to be sharpened. Because I don't care how anointed, how much God you sometimes, you get down sometimes, you have your moments. Even the Holy Spirit will encourage you. He'll bring back things to your remembrance. So go through the process. And if you got anything in your life, please be honest. And, and God is developing his mind and heart in you. I'm going to read Romans 8, 28 through 29. And we know that God caused everything to work for together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose 
for them. For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to become like his son, so that his son will be firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Having And having chosen him, he called them to come to him, and he have and have having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. And having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. Amen. And now, um, don't let nothing separate you from God's love. Amen. Amen. And I'm going to tell you this. God is teaching us all that we can have a relationship with him. And you know, the, you know, the older saints to say it gets sweeter and sweeter. And I'm going to be honest. When I, when I stay on a path of God, when I stay focused, things do get better. It doesn't mean that I won't have trials. It doesn't mean I won't have situations. It doesn't mean I won't have problems. But they don't affect me as much versus not having a relationship with God. Uh, Philippines 3 and 8. I consider everything I lost compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Jesus Christ, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish that I may gain Christ. Amen. God is still on the throne. He's still the Alpha and Omega of our life. But we need to stay focused on him. I'm going to tell you this. When God tells you not to do something, don't do it. There's a reason. There's time when God says, son, don't buy it. Don't buy it. Well, Lord, it's on sale. God said, there ain't no sale. Then I wait, and it, they discounted so much, I can get it almost over half the price. Uh, when God say, today I need you to fast. Oh, Lord, I, 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 I was hungry at this and that. Obey God. And when I fast, I say, oh, God, I thank you because if I didn't fast, this situation would have made me angry or they had to throw my day off. So obey God. And and now God deals with me so you, you need to uh, need to focus even better again. The holiday's over with. So there's a reason. So I just want to tell everybody, get back into the things of God. And in the name of Jesus, you will be back into the things of God. But we all lead astray. I'm not sitting here saying that I'm always 100. We all deal with different things. But stay focused. And you can tell when you're not fast and praying like you should because the things that normally wouldn't bother you, when you, when you do certain things in God, like you pray, you worship, you read your word, all that stuff bothering you. All of a sudden, piling on your vehicle bothering you. All of a sudden, the, the leaf blower bothering you. 
all of a sudden, coworkers get on your nerves, and you just say, hey, just get on my nerves. So get back into the things of God. Amen. You know, I'm just, I'm so busy. I'm going to tell you all this. We are never too busy to get up in the morning and pray or read your word for 15, 30 minutes and pray. We're never too busy. I'm just, I got to do this, I got to do that. Now, if you look at it, how many times you look at your smartphone, if, if we actually pay attention, like I have an iPhone and it gives me how many, how much time I've been on my phone. Did I have screen time two hours? Then it break down. I was on this app for an hour. I was on YouTube for two hours. I was on the bank app for two minutes. And you look at it, and I, I'm going to say a 10-hour day, you probably been on your phone four hours at the very minimum. So instead of you on your phone, get your Bible app. So what I do, I just, every morning I pick up my Bible app and I got a plan that I read. I'm, you know, I'm going through the Bible for one year. So they got different scriptures and chapters I need to read. And I, and every morning I try to do that. I might have missed six, seven mornings in the last going into the third morning, month. But I learned to say, put God first. At one point, this is what I used to do. Pick up my phone. Uh, I go on, uh, look at my emails, and I go through and say, I'm going to check this email. And I check all my emails. I respond back to emails. And so let me check my bank, you know, to make sure everything in place with my bank account. Um, okay, then you see a sale. And I'm guilty of it. All of a sudden, I see a sale. Ooh, I got, oh, they got a good sale at Walmart, a good sale at HEB or Kroger's. Ooh, let me let me say this. Then you go to Kohl's, and then I flip to Bath Body Works. Then I uh, go through Macy's. I used to do that. I say, no, I got to do better. So I read God's Word. I pray. Then, I, you know, I go through my emails. And then sometimes if I get an email that's bad or a bad situation, I throw my whole day off. So I learned to go to God's word first and pray first before I even deal with emails or even even dealing with phone calls. You know, there's some phone calls Lord say answer it. And then some God say, you know, then you pray and then I answer my phone or I make phone calls. So I learned to give God the first of my morning. And it's not always easy. Some days I'll, I'll be wanting to say, well, I just want to look on my Instagram. Well, I want to see the YouTube. What, what new? Uh, I'm always into looking at finances or the Word of God. Or, and I say, oh, let me check this. And let me check that this bill clear. Uh, no. Learn to give God the first part of your morning. Well, I had to get up in the morning, and and most people, if you got a car, you got a radio. Most new cars, you can you can uh, hook your your phone up Bluetooth, 
or you can get your audio. If you, some of y'all got audix cable, auxiliary cable, you can plug it at the bottom of your phone, top of your phone to your radio. And you play the Bible scripture. And you can let the word of God sink in when it's, when it's playing over your speakers and it's sinking. And a lot of times you're like, that's what that scripture means. So give God the first of your morning. Amen. Amen. I thank God for everybody that's on the line. And anybody want to give your life to the Lord and rededicate your life to the Lord, give your life to the Lord. Tomorrow's not promised to you. Next week is not promised to you. But give your life to the Lord. Amen. Anybody want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord, repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for, for dying on the cross. For my son. I'll open the door. Open the door. Of my life. Of my life. And, and receive you as Lord and Savior. And receive you, Lord and Savior. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Thank you for forgiving my sins. And give me eternal life. And give me eternal life. Take control. Take control of the throne of the throne of my life. Of my life. Make me the kind of person. Make me the kind of person. You want me to be. You want me to be. Thank God. Amen. Thank God everybody who gave their life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord. And I encourage you to stay with God. Start off in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and read about Jesus. I also encourage you to pray with your communication, you know, with talking to God with your communication. Prayer is communication. You've got to have a prayer life. I also mm-hmm. encourage you to attend Bible study, Sunday school, the church offer it. And I also encourage you to stay with God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Do anyone have any testimonies? Anyone have any, anyone have any testimonies? Anyone have any testimonies? Amen. Any testimonies? Amen. You know, I just want to just thank God for favor this week. Um, Amen. There's things that I desire, and I just desired I wanted to have them. And the Lord gave me favor. To, to get some things. I mean, good mm-hmm. deals, and that was a blessing. So I just thank God for the favor for different things that, you know, I desire. There's some things you desire, and I thank God mm-hmm. for it. Amen. Uh, do anyone have any testimony? Now, if your testimony, if the ink not dry, don't testify. Amen. The ink not dry, don't testify. So don't testify prematurely. Testify when it's completed. We're dealing with a car, a house. Now, with a car, sometimes they can drive a car. But once you mm-hmm. sign a contract and they sign the contract and give you the keys, that is done. With a house, once they give you the keys mm-hmm. at the at the title company, it's yours. Once you get the deal, so. Ain't not dry, don't testify. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Uh, do anyone have any 
uh, prayer request before we come to a close. Amen. How you doing? All right, how you doing? I'm doing good. I just need y'all to keep me lifted up in prayer concerning my job and where I am. Just need some pure directions. I don't want to move or do nothing without God in it. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, I lift up a various conference unto you. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we bind and rebuke that Lord, we bind and rebuke the plans of the enemy to push her to a place that she will not return. In the name of Jesus, we bind and rebuke the assignment of the enemy against Avengers' constant life. And Father Amen. God, keep her focused on you. And Lord, bless her with her own. Bless Amen. her with her own. And Father Amen. God, I speak dead freedom. Before she go into her own, I pray debt freedom in in uh, car loans, credit cards, any and by the Lord even pay yeah by the Lord even yeah by the side yeah Lord erase some things off of her credit in the name of Jesus that it will not be a hindrance and Father God in the name of Jesus we just say thank you Lord give her favor yeah by the that Lord. She, yeah, by the way, that Lord, you she'll have steady income and do some things that she enjoyed yes, doing. Lord. Give her the space in the name of Jesus. And yes, um, woman of God, I want to tell you this: the Lord say, start praising and praying. This, mm-hmm. this is a season that you need to sow and pray. You gotta mm-hmm. pray, pray. You say, Lord, I've been praying enough. No, go into praying scriptures. I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you this: get some scriptures with your situation, and pray some scriptures. Because, yes, see, a lot of times we, we can pray, 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 pray. And the Lord says, speak in tongues more. Speak in tongues more that the enemy cannot plan. Speak in tongues more. And, and, and the Lord said, this goes for everybody. Everybody on this line, you're about to go, you, you are going, not about, you are going to the place that God called for you. You mm-hmm. are going there. And it's already worked out. But the Lord mm-hmm. says, speak in tongues more. Mm-hmm. Speak in tongues more. Because these places, and when I hear the word crucial, it's not a bad thing. But it is crucial that you keep moving forward. Mm. When we hear the word crucial, it's crucial. Oh, it's bad. Oh, the doctor said, I'm going No, it's crucial. It's so crucial that it can bless you. It is a blessing. It's, it's crucial that you pay attention so you can get to the next place in your life. It's crucial that you keep moving forward. I'll tell you this, for example, if you are a swimmer, And you got a place to get to. You don't got time and say, I'm not moving, I'm just going to float around. Yes, you can float. You know, you, people teach themselves to float. You can float in the ocean, you can float in a river. But when you float, 
you are moved by the wind, the currents of life. Mm-hmm. You're not going nowhere. But when you're swimming, you got a goal to get to. Or when you're walking up a hill, so I got to get on top of this hill. I got to get here. It's crucial. It's crucial. Everybody here is crucial. Start speaking mm-hmm. their tongues more. If you're not praying like you should, get back into praying. Get back in your word. And God will. God will. Get you to a place. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Satan the Lord rebuke you. And Lord, we love you and we thank you. And Father God, bless. Lord, I thank you. Bless Evangelist Constant because our faithfulness to you. Lord, she's been faithful unto you. And, Lord, I speak blessings upon our life. And, Father God, I speak debt freedom on everybody on this line. That, Lord, when you get them out of debt, whether it's mortgage, whether it's car loan, whether it's personal loans, whether it's bank loans, whether it's, what do you call it, you got payday loans, pawn shop loans, rental center, whatever they get them with. Lord, it's two loans. It's about medical collections, credit card collections. In the name of Jesus, Lord, give all your people a new, a clean slate in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you, and, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Praise God. Do anyone else have any prayer requests before we come to a close? Amen. Praise God. Amen. We're going to come to a close. And I want to just thank God for everybody that's on the line. Amen. And, um, and I know the time went up one hour today, and it probably threw off a lot of people, but you'll, in Jesus' name, you'll re- readjust again. Mm-hmm. But uh, coming to a close, Heavenly Father, we love you and we thank you. Lord, I seal the prayers. I seal this line with the blood of Jesus, everybody that's on the line. And, Father God, I pray for victory. And yes, uh, by sword. Lord, I pray for victory. I pray for victory in the lives of your people on this phone. I pray for victory, victory, victory. Lord, I pray, Father, that your people will pour out unto you like they were before. And Lord, we love you. And Lord, we thank you. Lord, we will not hold grudges, but we'll let it go. Let go of the grudges. The Lord say, let go of the grudges. Let go of the grudges. Let go Mm -hmm. of the grudges because those grudges will kill you. Those grudges will take you out of this world. Lord, say, let go of the grudges. If you, yeah, by those, the Lord say, it's like, if you hold, it's just like some of y'all holding on to this grudge. And there's many spirits behind this grudge. Mm -hmm. And it is spirits, it's many spirits controlling you. Like, when you're holding a grudge, you're allowing the enemy to come in. Anything in your life, Lord, Lord, to get rid of those grudges. When you let go of the grudge, you're going to find your peace returning back to you. You're going to say, Lord, I feel better. Lord, say, let go of the grudges. Let it go. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you. Lord, I let go of the grudges. I let go of every grudge in my life. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just say thank you. The blood of Jesus over, over the children grandchildren, nieces, yeah. never every yeah. child, the blood of Jesus. And, Father God, even though the school system trying to make things com- complex, Lord, yeah. I thank you that every child with grasp the concept 
in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, change the educators in the system. Because, Lord, there's some wicked people. Lord, remove them. Lord, save them or remove them over the education system, over all levels. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you. And, and, and Lord, we thank you. And there's going to be some changes in the house of the Lord. There's yes. going to be some changes. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you. In the name of Jesus, we bind up your spirit of backlash and retaliation. Yes, in God. Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Tell everybody, amen. Good night. Be blessed that Jesus loves you and I do too. Good night, everyone. Good night. Love Good night. you. Love you. Love y'all. Okay. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.